You're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with your host, Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. So today on the Growing Up Rock podcast, we've got a themed episode. This one, uh, Sonny, you came up with this idea. Uh, We're both Hailstorm fans, and Hailstorm has been known in the past to do these cover EPs where they release EPs with four or five songs on them that are basically covers of songs they like, bands they like, things like that. So this one uh, is a little bit different than uh, stuff we've done in the past. Would you agree? Yeah, so they got three. We'll talk about the specifics of those three in a little while here. But they released one in 2011, one in 2013, one in 2017. So one, two years apart, then another one four years apart. So if the next one's going to be six years apart, that means they got one coming this year. So we figured we'd help them out and pick the songs for them. That's right. So I'm looking forward to this one because there's a whole lot of different directions that you can go in with Hailstorm. And there's a whole lot of different directions that the band themselves have taken in making a lot of these cover EPs. So I think it'll be interesting to explore this. And I think we even got a few of the listeners involved in some of their thoughts and opinions, uh, which we'll get into later on in the episode. Before we go any further, Sonny, we kind of quietly made this transition for the podcast and never really said anything because we were a we sort of always record ahead so we had a few episodes in the can at the time but over the course of the last rock and pot which we all got together at in nashville there we had some discussions with the fine folks at pantheon uh, the pantheon podcast network and we ended up sort of sliding into their roster of talent of all their great podcasts that they already have on hand there is that a fair assessment of what happened with the grown-up rock podcast yeah the rock and pod uh you know christian and peter those guys are born salesmen i don't think i was in that uh, bowling alley two minutes before i don't remember if it was christian or peter kind of made a beeline and i'm like guys I'm not the only one makes decisions at Grown Up Rock, dude. You gotta, you gotta wait till Steven gets here. Like, I get the hard pitch. I got you, but you know, but, uh, you know, they made an offer we couldn't refuse. So we are proud part of the Pantheon Podcast Network now. 
Yeah, we have a lot of great friends over at Pantheon, and we've been talking to Pantheon off and on for over a year now, uh, ever since the last Rock and Pod before this most recent one. And just our friends over at Cobras and Fire and Decibel Geek and the Shout It Out Loud cast and the Hook Rock, we've got a lot of friends that are over at the Pantheon network. And so we want it to be a part of that. They made the offer, we accepted the offer, and so we've slid into their roster of great podcasts. So we wanted to make that known to our listeners. You may notice a few changes with the commercials and things like that, but the content is still the same. The podcast, the show is still the same. We've got some exciting things that we may have coming up over the course of the next year. Uh, We'll let you know about those as soon as those happen, but we're proud to say that we're part of the Pantheon family now. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. So let's do our first crank it up under Pantheon. It's time for the crank it up new music spotlight. So tonight's crank it up new music spotlight goes hand in hand with tonight's theme. So the theme of the show is the hailstorm covers. And well, we're going to share the latest from Chris Daughtry and Lizzie Hale, which was a duet on the journey classic separate ways. Check it out. I know we're going to get feedback that says, leave Journey songs alone. (laughs) Don't touch the classics. Steve Perry's untouchable. Nobody's going to make those songs any better. You know, don't bother. And you know what? I'm not sure I disagree with any of those things. I get it why people are that way. And Steve Perry is untouchable. I got you. On this thing, my thoughts. The modern production helps it be a little heavier. It's a little darker. They bury the keys a little. I love Daughtry's voice. Some of his actual songwriting, though, is a little meh, but I do enjoy some of it. He kills his part of the vocal on this. Lizzie does a second verse. She's awesome. The third voice they create, which we talk about a lot when two people harmonize, is awesome. But you do have to admit that neither Chris nor Lizzie are crooners. So you're not going to get the same feel that you're getting with Steve Perry. It's a little more rock than it is soul, because... They both have powerful voices, but I still wouldn't say Chris's voice is very soulful. It's just like deep and very toneful, but like I can't imagine him doing 
you know, a Sam Cooke song or something like that. I'm not sure if he would do it justice. All that being said, I really like this version when um, Lizzie's screaming separate ways in the chorus. Dude, that's 100% Lizzie. The way the song ends is 1,000% Hailstorm. So it fits them. Yes, they went out on a limb doing this, but uh, I think it came out good. What about you? So I am definitely one of those people that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> quit, quit messing with my journey. I don't need it messed with. It's not that old that the production is so out of date. That's sort of the way I feel. The first time I heard it, I didn't necessarily like it. I heard it when it first came out back in January. I think it was released. But that being said, so leading up to this episode, I saw that you had it in there as the crank it up spotlight. I said, let me go back, listen to it again. I had a little bit different opinion this time around. I see what you're saying. I do like the little bit of the heaviness with the guitars and stuff like that. I'm never, ever going to say that it's better than the original. You're not going to hear that from me, but I do think it's decent. I generally am that person that likes if somebody is going to mess with something that's classic, journey the beatles whatever that they do something completely different and just make it weird and strange and just put a spin on it i'll either like it or hate it depending on that spin but don't do it too close to the vest i think they did this fairly close to the vest i don't think they changed it that much i mean obviously it does sound different it's a duet and they didn't change the arrangement of it i guess is my point um but i like it overall i think it's decent I mean, they're both great singers, so kudos to them. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast, Growing Up Rock, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us a like and leave us a comment on Facebook at Growing Up Rock. So before we start sharing our picks and what the idea was, basically the idea kind of came from the fact that Hailstorm has already released three official cover EPs, and we wanted to give the band some ideas of what songs should be on the fourth covers EP. So just to kind of share a little history, the three EPs that Hailstorm already released. The first one was called Reanimate. It was released in 2011. It had Slave to the Grind by Skid Row, Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, Hunger Strike by Temple of the Dog, Out to Get Me by Guns N' Roses, All I Want to Do is Make Love to You by Heart, I Want You, She's So Heavy by The Beatles. Then in 2013, they released Reanimate 2.0. Okay, yes, it's the same <laughs> it's the same title, but 2.0, uh, whatever. It had Dissident Aggressor <laughs> by Judas Priest, Get Lucky by Daft Punk, Shoot to Thrill by ACDC, Hell is for Children by Pat Benatar, Gold Dust Woman by Fleetwood Mac, and then 1996 by Marilyn Manson. As you can tell, Hailstorm's all over the place. Then the third one got released in 2017. Yes, it was called Reanimate 3.0. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It had Still the Night by Whitesnake, Damn I Wish I Was Your Lover by Sophie B. Hawkins, I Hate Myself for Loving You by Joan Jett, Heathens by 21 Pilots, which a lot of people don't even know that song, at least in our genre, Fell on Black Days by Soundgarden, and Ride the Lightning by Metallica. Now, there's these three EPs that are official, but then Hailstorm's always releasing bonus stuff. So there's a version of I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston out there somewhere. There is a Mistress for Christmas by ACDC out there somewhere. And there's probably some I missed. I'm an uber, uber Hailstorm fan, and I can't keep up with all the shit they release. Okay? So our idea was come up with a six-song EP of our own. The rules were don't repeat a band they've already done, which that's hard because we don't even know all the bands they've already done because they release so much bonus stuff. But we tried our best there. But then the hard, hard rule was you're going to pick six songs, 
But you must pick a song from the 60s to do, from the 70s, from the 80s, from the 90s, one from the 2000s, and one from 2010 to today. So what we're going to do, we're going to basically hand Hailstorm or reanimate 4.0, because why would they name it anything else? (laughs) And we are going to have Steven start with his six. Yeah, so definitely all that stuff that you said, the bottom line about this episode is Sonny's an Uber fan. That's what it comes down to. And we've talked about Hailstorm at length on a lot of different episodes, but we've never dedicated a full-on episode to Hailstorm. So I think this is definitely a cool idea. And let me tell you, it was really tough because I could approach this from any number of ways. And I'm not the Uber fan that Sonny is. I came into this way later than Sonny. I've seen him a few times. I've gotten into the band. Sonny has definitely kind of kicked me in the ass to get into the band. And I ended up getting my wife into the band. So now she likes Hailstorm. So that's kind of coming full circle at this point. So what I tried to do when I was picking the songs and the bands is one to try to not just go full on hard rock and metal and pick some different genres that I thought that they could do some interesting things with it. Let me ask you this, Sonny, what did you think of their cover of get lucky by Daft Punk? One of the best covers they've done like bad romance. It possibly could be my favorite cover they've done because I absolutely hate the Lady Gaga version, but I love the hailstorm version. And those are two that are very left of center, right? They're not hard rock. They're not even rock, really. Uh, So that's kind of where the angle I came from. And then the other thing that I looked at when I was choosing my songs was the actual singer for the most part. Lizzie's got a, you know, a huger than life vocal. And so I wanted to see that shine through whatever songs that I ended up picking for and the band. I wanted that to kind of come through. That's how I approached choosing these songs. So let's just go through my six songs and then I'll get your opinion. So for 1960 to 69, The first song I chose was Jefferson Airplane, Somebody to Love, because if you've ever heard Grace Slick's vocals, she belts it out and she is one of the earlier belters of rock and roll, in my opinion. And so I could just see Lizzie really just cutting the ear uh, with her vocals on this song. And because this song is so old and the production is so old, I would love to hear how they rock out the guitar on this song because the guitar is there. It's just much more twangy and, you know, it's sort of a dark song. So I would be curious to see what they do with this song. So that was my first choice. Then I go to an absolute classic and I love the original version of this song, but I would be curious to hear her on this song and the softness at the beginning and then the heaviness further on in the song. But I chose Renegade by Styx because 
that intro is just i get goosebumps no matter how many times i hear tommy shaw sing this song that intro just gives me goosebumps and then when it kicks in it's heavy for the 70s this is a pretty heavy song so i would love to hear what hailstorm did with a song like renegade from sticks from there i moved to 1980 through 89 who is one of the underrated singers of the 80s in a hard rock genre that I think is amazing is Badlands Ray Gilliam. And so the song that I chose for Lizzie on this is Badlands Winter's Call off their debut record. Because again, much like Renegade, I love the softness in the slower parts of Ray's voice and I would love to hear Lizzie do that. But then when it gets heavy and it kicks in, it kicks in. So I would love to hear what she would do with Badlands Winter's Call. I went completely left of center and chose a song from 1990 to 99, The Divinals, I Touch Myself. (laughs) So this is a fun song, and this is a little bit of a dirty song, and Lizzie has a little bit of a dirty side, so I actually think that she would enjoy covering this song, and I'd like to hear this song like a heavier rock format to see what she does with it. This one, vocally... I don't necessarily think that, uh, although the singer for the Divinals, she does a good job. This isn't a belter type tune, but I think there's opportunity within the song for her to belt out things. So I'd be curious to hear their spin on I Touch Myself by the Divinals. Next up is one of Sonny's all-time favorite bands, but maybe he likes it with Lizzie singing it. I absolutely love The Pretender by Foo Fighters. Again, has that slower intro, but when it kicks in, it kicks in. And I know there's a little bit of a theme with a lot of the songs that I chose here because they have the slower intros. But honestly, I like to hear the dynamics in Lizzie's voice because she can do it all. She sounds fantastic at lower volumes uh, in uh, that type of format. But when it's time to belt, she belts. And so the pretender is just a I mean, it starts out slow, but then it's balls out on that tune. And I really enjoy that song. So I would be curious to hear what she sounds like on something like this. So The Pretender is my 2000-2009 song by the Foo Fighters. And then I ended it with a song that is, I mean, this song was huge when it came out. It's a movie soundtrack song. And it's a song by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper called Shallow. 
There are lots of people that love this song. I am somewhere in the middle. I think it's a decent song, but it's not necessarily my bang zone that I would normally listen to. But I do think it's a pretty vocal delivery and has a lot of emotion, uh, both from Bradley Cooper, who knew he could sing, but uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. So what I would like to hear is the emotion that Lizzie has in her voice by doing a song like this and doing it with a duet with Richie Kotzen, because I've said it many times before. I think Kotzen's a better singer than he is a guitar player, and he's a hell of a guitar player. But I love the warmth in his voice, and I think it would make for a great contrast with Lizzie's kind of sharp delivery in her voice. And I think that both Richie Kotzen and Lizzie Hale can deliver the emotion that is involved with a song like Shallow. So those are my six songs. What do you think of that, Sonny? All right. So it's an interesting six. Let's go with Somebody to Love first. I've always liked that song. I definitely think Lizzie can pull off the vocal. I think Hailstorm could make it more rock than the hippie that it kind of is. And they would kind of get a feel for, it would almost end up like Get Lucky, probably, right? It'd be a little more, I don't know, upbeat almost. I've always loved the song, but it always kind of feels hippie to me. And I don't know if that's the production. And I don't know if that's kind of the feel of the song, but uh, I think they would do that well. Sticks Renegade. Okay. I love this song. There's there's a couple of things that Hailstorm would have to be very careful of on this song. First of all, I don't know if RJ could stick to just the bass drum at the beginning because that takes restraint and he ain't got none. <laughs> right? At that acapella beginning when it's just a bass drum and the vocals. Right? The queen vocal thing, that's easy. Right? The Hailstorm can do that. Most likely, Hailstorm's going to take the Hammond out of it, but they got to be careful not to kind of lose the groove of that song. Lizzie's voice is powerful enough to hit Tommy Shaw. So I think they would hit all the notes, but here's a song where RJ cannot go off because otherwise the groove of the song would be completely lost and that song's going to sound like shit, right? So now we're fucking with a classic here. I get it. Somebody to love people would call a classic, but Renegade's one of those songs that you get the rock community that we're a part of. They're like, ah, that, 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 you better not mess this song up, right? Because it's a staple from the 70s. So they would have to be careful with that song. Badlands Winter Call. I think that whole album is great. You always say Ray Gillian. That's why you think him and Ian are uh, related. It's Ray Gillian, dude. Stop saying Gillian and you won't think they're related. At least this time I knew he wasn't related. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> I think the beginning is very doable in that song. It's a very similar feel to Familiar Taste of Poison. Lizzie has a lot of rock, a lot of sexy in her voice. She does not have the soul that Ray has. So she's not going to be able to replicate what Ray's doing. She'll be able to hit all the notes her way. But man, Ray's got that deep soul. One of the most underrated voices of the 80s. I just feel bad that there's people that are into our genre of music and have not heard Ray Gillen's voice because it is an amazing voice. The Divinals. I touch myself. Love this song. And good Lord, it is perfect for Lizzie. I mean, it borders on dirty, fun, playful. Hell, that's Hailstorm's like super formula. Lizzie could have wrote this song. So I, I can totally hear Hailstorm doing that perfect song for them. Foo Fighters, a pretender. I cannot fucking believe you made me listen to the Foo Fighters song. I'm like, I gave him a great six pack to listen to, and I got to listen to this fucking bullshit. I'm sure Hailstorm will do fine because the song sucks. They could only make it better. God, that song is so bad. I do not understand why people like the Foo Fighters. That song is so killer. Oh my God, it is so bad. I had such a hard time getting through that song. Oh Oh my God. So bad. Love the Foo's. And then finally, Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. 
I think that's a super emotional song. I was very surprised Bradley Cooper could sing. You know, Cotton would kill the vocal. Out of all these songs, I think Lizzie would have a hard time. I Not that she couldn't do it. I think she would have a difficult time, and it will surprise her how hard it's going to be to keep up with Richie. Because people just don't give him the credit for his voice. And then I'm sure somebody gets in the studio with him going, dude, you want me to do what? Okay, wait, are you doing the high parts? I guess I'll take the low one. But it would be amazing to hear that third voice together and all that rasp between the two of them. It, yeah. it could be interesting. That's for sure. I just believe in the emotion of the two of them. Like, I, yeah. because this song has to be delivered with emotion. That's the vocal performance is, is good on this song, but I don't think that's what sells this song. What sells this song is the emotion in this song. And I believe that the two of them could deliver the emotion in the song. And I would be interested in hearing that. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Yes, I was talking about getting older, but, you know, I think that uh, being a comedian, I could do comedy for a long time and, and still would look, you know, okay. I think a, a lot of musicians I see, like rock stars, they need to quit after a while. And it just doesn't look right, you know. I'm just like, but I'm like if you're a musician, though, I say, you know, keep, if you get older, just keep singing, but just change your songs. You know, make it look more believable, no matter what group you are. You know, like the village people. Change your songs, you know. I got a letter from AARP. No matter who you are, like Eric Clapton, Eric Clapton's getting older, he'll have to change his songs like a... When the day has begun, put some of this on Rogaine. If you got a false spot and want to keep what you got, Rogaine. Your hairline, it's declining, you shine. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Look at all the people here! 
an announcement right here. Can you hear me out there? It's time to take a quick break in the action from this week's episode. Sonny and I just wanted to thank all of you, the listeners, for joining us each and every week. Whether you just found us today or have been listening for multiple episodes, we love your passion for music and rock and roll in general. We consider you all part of our loud minority family. Always remember you can communicate with us a few different ways. If you don't mind Facebook, head over to the Growing Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group and be part of the conversation. It's a private group and all you have to do is ask to join, answer a few rock and roll questions, and you're in. If you despise Facebook, which many people do, then send us an email to growinguprock at gmail.com. We get everything there. You can follow us on Twitter and Insta at Growing Up Rock, which is one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K. In the event you feel entertained by our podcast, we would appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and go leave us a five-star review either at Apple Podcast or Podchaser. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, so you just heard the Loud Minority bumper there. And before we move on, as Stephen shared, uh, make sure you follow and like the Loud Minority Facebook group because that's usually where we connect with folks to get their thoughts on a topic. So I wanted to share some of what the listener said. It's some interesting stuff, so uh, just go with me here. First one we're going to share is Scott Gull. He gave some uh, ideas for Hailstorm's uh, new covers records, Striper, Soldiers Under Command. can totally hear that. Ario back on the road again. Okay. Grim Reaper, rock you to hell. Good <laughs> Lord, dude. Okay. Uh, Wasp, Wild Child. I think that would be amazing. Can you imagine RJ going off on that song? I can hear that going. Joey D. I think it's Demio Lay, but I'm just going to say Joey D. Uh, his ideas were Love Reigned Over Me, which is the Who song. Mm-hmm. If Looks Could Kill by Crew, which they can only make that better because uh, it'd be a better vocal. Take Hold of the Flame by Queensryche. Yeah. Wow. Okay. When the Crowds Are Gone by Sabotage. Seriously, dude. And then he said Judgment Day, but I don't know if he meant Whitesnake, Van Halen, or Five Finger Death Punch. All three <laughs> would be great, honestly, so it doesn't really matter, probably. Kevin Jepsen said, stick to the originals, their covers are brutal. Okay, Kevin, not all of their covers are great, but they're definitely not brutal, right? So I don't, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Alex Alt said, In My Dreams by Dawkins. That would be great. Another Piece of Meat by The Scorpions. Or just like Jesse James by Cher, which she would do great. Uh, Robert De Pasqua, How Many Lies by Wildside, which I don't even think I've ever heard that song. Anything off of Warren's Dog Eat Dog, which that's interesting. But then <laughs> the one, I'll Never Let You Go Angel Eyes by Steelheart. Good Lord. That would be big. That would be very interesting. So, okay. <laughs> Jason Kearney, Walking on a Thin Line by Huey Lewis. I love that song too, right? Man, I do too. It's yeah. on a current playlist. Yeah, that's a great song. Still Loving You by the Scorpions. Yeah, I can hear her do that too. Mike Williams, any Pat Benatar. Well, she's done Pat Benatar before, so we know she can do that. Daniel Solis had an interesting idea. So he wanted them to do Almost Paradise. So remember that Mike Reno and Wilson song, which yep. I absolutely love. He wants Lizzie and Brent Smith from Shinedown to do it. That could rival the original. It would be very interesting to hear those two side by side. 
I just really am not that familiar with Shinedown. I know a lot of people like them, but I just have never been able to get into them fully. Nicole Beard said, Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Okay. Uh, Stephanie Temple's Keep the Faith by Bon Jovi. All right. Live Wire by Motley Crue, which would be great. Byron Chambers said, would love to hear some Zeppelin. And then last but not least, Daniel Peoples went out of his way to write up a double EP. <laughs> okay. All right. So he named the first EP normal covers and the second EP tribute covers. So the normal covers would be Kiss Who Wants to Be Lonely, Huey Lewis's Heart of Rock and Roll, Florence and the Machine with Kiss with a Fist. I don't even know what that song is. You know what that song is? I don't know what that song is. I know Florence and the Machine. I'm not familiar with that song. I like the title, though. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Bon Jovi, Bad Medicine. Aerosmith, Lord of the Thighs. Love it. And then Paula Abdul's Straight Up. That would be the normal covers. The tribute covers would be Van Halen, Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do. Foo Fighters, goddamn Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters with All My Life. Screaming Trees with Winter Song. ZZ Top's Tush. Leonard Skinner's Tuesday's Gone. And then the last song on the tribute covers EP would be Cream by Prince. Dude, that would be fucking awesome. So I'm a little lost, which is no surprise to anybody, I'm quite sure. I don't quite understand the tribute thing. So follow me. Van Halen, Foo Fighters, Screaming Trees, ZZ Top, Leonard Skinner, Prince have all had people that died in their bands. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. I'm with you. I'm back on board. Yeah. Technically, Kiss has too, but he didn't put that in the tributes. I got you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's an interesting uh, double EP. That Cream Prince. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Wow. That's a good idea. I'll be interested if Hailstorm in some way, shape, or form ever happens to hear this episode because (laughs) it could definitely invoke a lot of discussion amongst the band uh, with an episode like this. And, you know, who knows what these folks do on the road. They could download this episode and listen to it just on on a whim. We would never know it. But, you know, I just I, I find that interesting. So there's a lot of different ways you could take this stuff for sure. Okay, so my choices, uh, the way I went with it is I pretty much wanted to stay in rock, hard rock. I would say all of mine are either rock, hard rock. One of them, may, you know, somebody might say it's more pop than it is rock, but I don't think so. I could have easily went to the Princes of the World and the Hall of Notes of the World and that kind of thing. But I wanted to kind of keep it more, like I said, rock. So my six songs start with my 60 to 69 choice, which I did choose a Led Zeppelin song. So Byron Chambers were saying, how about some Zeppelin? And I chose Living Loving Maid, She's Just a Woman from 69's Led Zeppelin 2. So I figured Lizzie could definitely pull off Robert Plant on this song because it's hard to pull off Robert Plant on most Zeppelin songs. A modern production plus a little clear versus muddy production would do the song some justice, probably make it a little more rock than blues. Even for Zeppelin, this song's a little more upbeat, but Hailstorm would almost make it a bit more party. Right. So I could really hear 
kind of uh, Lizzie singing that song. My 70 to 79 choice, uh, I went with Journey, loving, touching, squeezing. Um, now, obviously, they had done a Journey cover. Okay, you know, it was with Daughtry. What do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> that song is from 79's Evolution. I think it's doable by Hailstorm. But again, we're back to the groove thing. This song has got a groove. So they can't make it too rock because Lizzie's voice is not a crooner voice. So they're going to take some of the soul out of it already. Perry does a good job of like, he's powerful in some places, he's soft in some places. The chorus is already going to end up being more of a scream than singing because it's going to be Lizzie, but it could work. And the na-na-nas, that won't be any issue. So they just got to be careful on how they do the song, but I think they can do it. By 80 to 89, I went with Reich, Walk in the Shadows from 86's Rage for Order. So Hailstorm's done, Dissident Aggressor, so the song's totally doable. Lizzie replicating Jeff Tate. I get it. I give Jeff Tate a lot of shit. I don't give Jeff Tate a lot of shit because he's a terrible singer. I just don't happen to always like his like theatrical voice. So it's not going to be as theatrical as Jeff did it. But all the notes are going to be hit. Those screams near the end of the song won't be crisp like Jeff. They'll be more raspy. That's okay. And the song would end up being a little more rock than that hint of kind of progressive alt rock that Queensryche does. So <laughs> remember... Joey had mentioned Take Hold of the Flame. I think Walk in the Shadows may be a little more doable than Take Hold of the Flame, but I'm sure it'd come out similar. Let's put it that way. My 90 to 99 song, I went with Van Halen, and I'm going to go with Runaround off of uh, 1991's Fuck Record. So let's start with Sammy Ain't Easy to Sing. Lizzie's going to have her hands full there to begin with. Luckily, Sammy does have some fun to his voice. Lizzie can do that. The issue really will be Joe here, where Joe himself has said he's not a shredder. If you've ever heard the Still of the Night cover that they did, Joe doesn't do the guitar solo the same at all because he's not a shredder, right? So... For this cover, I want the solo to be fairly close. I want the Eddie Van Halen tricks and sounds and playing to be close to what he did. So we're going to enlist Nuno as a featured artist on this song. So Nuno's actually going to do all the Eddie Van Halen guitar parts. 
The rest of the song will be very Hailstorm. Can you imagine that part around three minutes when Sammy goes, oh, man, it's hard enough. And you make it harder. Jesus, Lizzie would absolutely kill that. Now, Nuno said he's not the heir to the throne. He said it live on Mork. I know, but uh, then he keeps playing any type stuff. So he's going to end up being it, whether he likes it or not. For the 2000s, I absolutely love Pink. So I picked a Pink song, You and Your Hand, from 2006, I'm Not Dead record. This would be a duet. So it would actually be featuring Pink. So if you've ever heard the lyrics to this song, dude, this is basically almost already a Hailstorm song. Lizzie could have written this in her sleep. It absolutely fits everything she does. In my mind, Lizzie would do the first verse, chorus by herself. Pink would do the second verse. Then they would do the chorus together. Then the third verse, they would both harmonize through the whole thing. And then they would switch off the vocal gymnastics things that happening at the end of the song. And RJ would be completely going off on this song the whole way through, just like they did in the Bad Romance cover. This would be amazing because I'm thinking Pink and Lizzie are probably two peas in a pod. I think this would come out really good. The lyrics are so great that we wanted to share some. It reads like classic poetry. So here we go. Midnight. I'm drunk. I don't give a fuck. Want to dance by myself. Guess you're out of luck. Don't touch. Back up. I'm not the one. Bye bye. Listen up. It's just not happening. You can say what you want to your boyfriends. Just let me have my fun tonight. All right? I'm not here for your entertainment. You don't really want to mess with me tonight. Just stop and take a second. I was fine before you walked into my life. Cause you know it's over. Before it began. Keep your drink just give me the money. It's just you and your hand tonight. Midnight, I'm drunk, I don't give a fuck Wanna dance by myself, but you're out of luck Don't touch, back up, I'm not the one Up the night Listen up, it's just not happening You can say what you want to your boyfriends Just let me have my fun tonight I... And then my more modern one, 2010 and on, I picked 6 a.m.'s. This is going to hurt from the 2011 record. This is going to hurt. Again, RJ would be completely going off on this song because the drums are important to the song anyway. Lizzie would kill the lead vocal. That part's not a problem because it's 100% her bang zone anyway. And if you really listen to this, it's basically Hailstorm already because I was listening to it the other day and I'm like, oh, this kind of has a Mrs. Hyde feel already, right? So this could be a Hailstorm song, no problem. So those were my six. Like I said, I kept it a little more to the rock, hard rock side. What do you think of those six? All right. So let's start at the top with the Zeppelin. Okay. Zeppelin fans will understand this. You can't have living, love and made without heartbreaker. So make her do both because it's, <laughs> it's, it's gotta, you, you can't have one without the other. It's gotta be both. Just hearing heartbreaker by itself or living, love and made by itself is just weird. Journey, loving, touching, squeezing. I agree with you on the groove thing, right? This is a slow blues groove jam, and I love it. I love the song. 
it'd be interesting to hear this. I'm sort of with you in that I just don't know if they can hold it back enough to keep the feel of this tune. And I think if they try to punch the clutch a little bit too hard, they're going to lose that groove. And if you lose the groove on the song, you lose the song. Uh, so that is definitely a touchy one. Queens Rock Walk in the Shadows, there's no doubt. This song is tailor-made for them. I think they could do a perfect version of this song and do their own thing with it. I don't know if they can put enough of a spin on it to make it different. That would be my question. Like, uh, what are you going to do with the song? Because it is kind of a, just a straight-ahead rocker, right? There's not anything that's that left of center on this song, I don't think. Van Halen Run Around. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorites on the, uh, the F-U-C-K record. Love it. Love that record. Be interesting to hear Nuno on it. I don't think Nuno would ever agree to do the Van Halen thing, but maybe. Uh, I just think he probably wants to stay away from that. Although, I don't know, maybe he treated as a tribute or something like that. I'm a huge Pink fan. <laughs> but here's the thing with Pink. For whatever reason, I can never remember the titles of her song. But every time I hear them, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that tune. I have all kinds of Pink playlists. I mean, I absolutely love just about everything she does. Uh, so when you put you and your hand, I was like, I'm not familiar with this one put it on oh yeah i'm familiar <laughs> with this song <laughs> yeah uh why this why this particular pink song because there are a lot of pink songs that would have uh fit lizzie perfect why this one it's all about the lyrics that whole thing about i'm not here for your entertainment you don't really want to mess with me tonight lizzie already has songs that are similar to that so it would just fit perfectly yeah and then the 6 a.m. Out of this group of songs, the 6 a.m. is the there are a small handful of 6 a.m. songs that I like. For whatever reason, I can't connect with this band. I've tried uh, and there's just something that's not connecting with me and I don't even know what it is. But this song is good. This is one of the songs that I do like. Uh, just like you said, it's sort of tailor made for them. It's got a little bit of that. Uh, hailstorm feel already so i just don't know whether it's worth them redoing a song like this because like you said it's sort of hailstormy already so uh that would be my only comment on that let me ask you this was there a song or two that made your list that you switched out at the last minute i had a hard time from 80 to 89 because if i didn't want to go Queensryche, uh-huh Dude, there is so much great pop, yep. 80 to 89, that I was having a hard time like going, all right, stay away from like some of those MTV hits after the fired or Kamazar, like that kind of stuff, like to, uh, shy, shy, hush, hush, eye to eye, like try to stay away from that stuff because yeah, they could do all that stuff, but try to bring it back to rocks. So I was having a hard time with 80 to 89, really. Yeah. So I had a couple of songs and you got into the sheet at any particular time. You might have seen them because uh, I just I put them on my list and then switched them out. And I mean, that's sort of my method of madness uh, as I went through one of the songs that I had for 2000s before I ended up going with Shallow was this song by a band called The New Politics. And the name of the song was Harlem. I don't know if you've ever heard that tune or if you've ever even heard of the new politics. Have you heard of this band or that song? I had not heard the song before, but when I heard the melody, yeah. I was like, all right, Lizzie can definitely do that melody. And I like the song overall. It was a little more almost danceable. Oh, 
totally yeah, yeah it, it's such a freaking catchy song like it's really hard and if you listen into the tune amongst all the like popness and catchiness there is some guitar in there that i think they could definitely heavy that up and it would be interesting to hear their arrangement on a song like that that song involves some gang vocals it involves some guitar but it's buried with all the like drum machines and poppiness of it so I felt like it would be interesting to hear them do something on a song like that. That song's just catchy. It's I defy somebody to listen to that song and not tap your foot or be taken in with it. But And then there was another one. I, I was trying to remember what else. I had two or three on the list at one point in time that I ended up moving around and switching out and uh, doing some things. And there was a whole nother list. I mean, like I said, there was there's any number of ways that you could have gone with uh, this particular episode and choosing some things for hailstorm to do so um but overall i think it's two fair lists that would be worth their time checking out <laughs> well let's give them a kiss song also you wanted the best and you got the best the hottest band in the world kiss it's time for your historic moment on growing up rock so for the historic moment um let's share a little more facebook feedback so jason warden said i just wanna would be a good kiss song for them to do scott gall actually had the same i just wanna jason warden also said thou shall not uh scott gall also had a million to one that would be interesting stevie fly said forever so i thought these folks were kind of on the right track because to me the hailstorm feel is really 80s and 90s, and it's not so much the 70s. So I went with a non-makeup song. So this Animalize song wasn't a single, but every Kiss fan that I know loves it. The riff is awesome. The guitar playing's a little bumblebee for Joe, but he would have to put his own spin on it, and I'm sure it'd be fine. Lizzie singing 80s Paul would be awesome. RJ playing Eric Carr's role, perfection. I really hope Hailstorm does one of these Songs like Exciter or this one, I've Had Enough, Into the Fire. Man, the song would rock. Fast Kiss. So this is one of my favorite all-time favorite Kiss songs. I absolutely love this song. 
I've said it many times before. I think uh, Forever, which somebody mentioned earlier, I could hear them doing that. I I bet they could do that one well. Uh, what about Uh All Night? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or could. Take It Off. Yeah. A- any of the fun Paul kind of risque yeah. type songs, right, with the whole fingers, like, you know, they could do Tears yeah. Are Falling with their fingers, you know, wiping away the tears like that. That 80s uh, hair metal cheese, dude, hailstorms all over that. How about they do take it off and she turns it around and makes it a uh, female dominating uh, spin, right? Yeah, she does that all the time. She takes songs and does that constantly. That might be interesting to to hear. But yeah, you can't go wrong with I've had enough into the fire. I love that song so much. The beauty about Lizzie is she doesn't care if the song's about a girl and she doesn't care if the song's about a guy. And she doesn't care if it's sexual with a girl or the guy. She'll just play her role in it. So that's why people are like, are you straight? Are you not straight? Like, what exactly is your preference? Right? So she's kind of playing this persona. And and it's not she's playing it. Her persona is what it is. And I think it's awesome because it allows for so much flexibility. Okay. So this is a good tight episode. I can see if you're not a Hailstorm fan. You wouldn't spend two seconds on this episode because you see Hailstorm in the title and you're on to the next thing. I get that. That's a lot of podcast episodes are like that, right? If it's not something that interests you, you move on and that's all good. But I think you got to explore Hailstorm a little bit because if you're a rock and roll fan, they've got the heavy guitar that many of our friends in circles love and they've got just great vocals so what's not to love with that and i also think you need to see it live because that brings it full circle when you're able to see it live i think they're a great live band as well so yeah and you're dead on about an episode title comes and you're like "Eh." so like i love the guys at disciples of the watch yep but an episode came up on my feed saying overkill worst to best (laughs) and i'm like if that said overkill worst to worst you had a better shot of me listening (laughs) (laughs) that's why uh, our friends at the decibel geeks they do the what is it the five worst songs of various bands or whatever (laughs) it is the the worst of uh kiss or the worst of motley crew and people love it right people love that kind of uh, stuff so yeah you know it's all good anyway that's this episode in the books thanks to our friends at pantheon podcast and all the other great podcasts that are part of the family thanks to all the listeners sunny do you have anything you want to add before we get up on out of here we'll kind of end the episode like we began it i am a uber hailstorm fan one of my top 10 bands of all time so if you as a listener want to give them a shot and you don't really know where to start because we're kind of talking about covers here but if you don't know where to start with Hailstorm, reach out to me somehow and let me know what kind of music you like. And I'll give you some songs to try to check out to see if you want to give Hailstorm a shot. Because really, Hailstorm's got so much stuff out there now that what are you going to do? Just kind of blindly pick a song and see if you like it or not? Because Hailstorm's all over the place and you pick the wrong song, you may never listen to them again. Right? So just reach out and I'll help you out. There you go. Till next week. See ya. Later. Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.